Well, I can tell you why we started watching this show. Tell me. Check marks your box of an albino with white hair. And she's cutie cute. Yeah, when you're scrolling and the thumbnail hits, it's a done deal. Because we've got a lot of other shows, but for some reason we saw this one and uh, we'll talk about it. Welcome back to the I Married a Weep podcast. It's me, it's Tom. Danielle's sitting over there, as she do. And uh, today we're going to be talking about a show, 2011, not too shabby. There's some good things, there's some bad things. And uh, frankly, it's a ride I'm glad we took, but at the same time, was it, was it worth it? I don't know. I think we'll get into that maybe at the end or somewhere in here. Yeah. I don't want to spoil my th- thoughts too much in the beginning. That's fair enough. Quick little synopsis for all you youngins who may not have actually watched this one. As I said, spring 2011, and we've got our show about a young boy named Ganta who is in class one day. And this is episode one. It's not a spoiler. Something big happens. Pretty brutal. A couple of rolling heads. And uh, may or may not have then got uh, charged with uh, quite the crime. And he's sent to Dead Man Wonderland. After Tokyo suffered a Evangelion-esque explosion <laughs> called the Red something. Red event? Red? Oh, it's right there. Anyways, I don't, I don't care. Red hole. Okay. Nope. That's it. That's a uh, good job. Thanks. I try. It is very, what a, I wonder how they came up with that name. Oh, I wonder. Because hmm. of all the red in the show. Oh my gosh. How creative. But anyways. Uh, this big cataclysmic event, Tokyo kind of a little bit in shambles. So they decide, you know what we could do? We could build a big old prison and then maybe let the public come in and watch those prisoners play games like this is ancient Rome or something. Like we're at the old Coliseum again, a couple of lions, a couple of Russell Crows, <laughs> a little bit of gladiator. We like it. So he's charged and he is sent to this ruthless uh, prison to which he has to, one, figure out why the heck is he here? Should, how did this happen? And uh, that's all I'm going to give you for that because it's, it's a little bit of a crazy ride. And I don't know. It's a little bit of a gore fest. Definitely expect some blood, a little bit of carnage. I mean, episode one, as I said, there's heads rolling. And there was <laughs> some, that was, that was a pretty, it was a pretty in. Not insane scene, but it was one that I was like, oh, I was not expecting this. I didn't know that it was rated R. Yeah. This one, so. Which, yeah, it is. There's some ruthless parts in this throughout Absolutely the Absolutely there is. And so that is it. If you, if this is on your list and you want to see it, well, then get the heck out of here, per usual. But uh, from here on out, spoiler alert, and uh, you're an adult, so deal with what comes after this. Anyways, what did you think? I mean, we're hot off the presses. We just watched it. It was 12 episodes and we thought, you know what? Let's just rip it and let's talk it fresh. What do you think? Initial thoughts rating wise. I definitely wouldn't give it. Well, I always go by the, I see kind of what Mal does. Mal gives this a 7.19. Okay. Um, A C. Yeah. Yeah, I would maybe rate rate it at that. I think it was different enough to where it's like, okay, that was kind of that was worth watching for sure. 
but I don't think it's something that I'm going to go, hey, you have to check this one out. Yeah, I think if you want to watch something different, I think this might be a good watch in the background. Like if you're playing a game or working and you just want something on, maybe because you don't need to pay attention. This is, yeah, this is a brain off show. There's not too much thinking, any twists that do happen, which are, there's some pretty good twists in the show, but any ones that are major, you're like, okay, well, that makes sense. Yeah. So, okay. I think what this show did the most was make me want to read the anime because I, or read Read the the anime. You just did Uh, read the manga, Uh, which I'm excited to. There's only 40 something chapters, I think, or volumes. I can never remember how manga goes. Um, Yeah, I'm excited to read it because obviously this finished airing in 2011 it's mm-hmm. been 10 years there's no talk of a season two when the manga is i'm pretty sure i read today it's finished so i'm just gonna go ahead and and read that and get the resolution i need that they don't really give yeah, you Yeah, at least i mean skip to the back page to find out if uh, <laughs> dumbledore died or not oh my god did i just spoil that <laughs> harry potter <laughs> did you put your name in the goblet uh yeah i would agree it is Things are done different enough. There's some cool things. I was like, hey, that's pretty neat how they did that. Uh, but aside from that, I mean, we'll, we'll go through that. But actually kind of going off of your word of excitement, before we get too into it, let's talk about something very exciting for the podcast. What you're listening to right now is the first ever sponsored episode of the I Married We podcast. All thank you to Toy Attack out of Cypress, California, a beautiful little retail shop that will sell you the old pop figures, maybe a little bit of the old anime figures. Maybe a little bit of anything you can think of. You don't know what the heck you got in store until you check it out because now he's going full internet on us and has a website. That's going to be toyattack.shop. And if you guys uh, also are into it and are on Instagram, we've got toy.attack on Instagram. He does sometimes monthly giveaways. There was just a Naruto giveaway of a pop figure. It was super cool. He'll also share things about uh, going to shows because he's constantly traveling and selling, acquiring Overall, great dude, and we uh, couldn't be more proud to uh, shout him out and to uh, be starting this little partnership together. And off to a phenomenal start, because he not only went above and beyond and sent us a little care package, we were able to unbox that and actually show it off on our Instagram, uh, which you should check it out, and then also you can use that to get to his Instagram. And uh, we, he, he sent us exactly what I was looking for from our Collectibles episode. I was sent the pop figure. Of all time. It is the best. It is. Dead Yamcha. Dead Yamcha is it. If you think, well, no, I kind of like, no, you're wrong. You're wrong and I hate you. Dead Yamcha (laughs) is the best pop figure, bar none. And then was sweet enough to also give Danielle her own little treat on there in the form of a little cutie Rem. Yeah, she's a little kind of, I call it chibi when they're kind of more doll-like. And she's got a cute little puppy ears and a tail, and she's so cute. And the attention to detail is great. Oh, yeah. For a crane game figure, it is dope. Absolutely. So, again, guys, if you are in the market for it, please, please support the homie. He's a very great dude, and uh, we are uh, very thankful for all that he's already done for us. With that said, Dead Man Wonderland, not a good place to be thankful. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> I got to say, I think from the get-go, the concept was great and interesting as far as kind of getting me in where I'm like, that's kind of weird enough. It was maybe a little 
part of that whole anime trend of like trying to be edgy. And I think that might've been around the time of 2011 where it's like, oh, just be gory for the sake of gore. I don't know. It kind of flows in this. And I think the, the whole setting and this prison and how hardcore this prison is, it totally works. Um, so I don't think it should be deducted too much because of that, but there's just, it's just, I'd say more on the mediocre side of storytelling wise, but visually I enjoyed watching it and, uh, we can kind of go over what we found to be interesting and or not interesting. What was kind of your favorite part and what was the best part of watching this short little show? I loved the... Sorry, I had a little voice crack there. A little bit of flammarino. Yeah. Nice. Uh, I loved how Shiro would just randomly pop out of places. Yes. Like, I'm here. And I love how she talks in the third person. I usually hate it. We've seen anime that does it bad. Yeah. Is it wrong to try and pick up girls in a dungeon when that one character suddenly starts doing it? Season three. (laughs) So weird. (laughs) Oh, woo. Woo. I just inhaled whatever I was like choking on a minute ago. Um, There we go. And she's cute. I like how the show, as we've said before, it doesn't end and it doesn't, it doesn't explicitly explain everything, but which I, I kind of like for this show Mm -hmm. because obviously Ganta in episode one, you know, the red man. Yep. Uh, brutally murders his whole class and leaves him alive. And that's, he's trying to figure out and kill who this red man is. Yeah, not he's, before shoving a crystal right in his chest yeah. cavity. What in the world? But I love how we get the first inkling and basically the writing it on the wall without having to say, hey, Shiro is the red man. Mm-hmm. But when she goes ape shit in that tower scene, yeah, which that was awesome. That was a very cool part. Yeah. And I think that is the biggest negative of the show is there are so many things you're like, Ooh, I'd love to know a little bit more about that. And they you, never you just, it you never you. will. And there is something to it. I like the imagination and saying like, even the ending, I'm not too sour about because it's like, okay, well now they're at least together. They have this relationship. They've bonded. They understand what's going on. And now the adventure can continue. It's kind of like that hunter hunter ending mm. where you don't like it, but mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Going back to my main point, because I don't want to lose it, but Shiro at the top of that tower, she does that like mouth, like, like that oh, smile yeah. with that like comment or I don't know. Yeah, that little sound she makes. Yeah. And you know, like, because you saw it in episode one and the little flashbacks that Ganta gets, that is a quirk. No, I'm not talking about My Hero Academia. Yeah. <laughs> that is a quirk that the red man had that he has in his mind to identify that person. And we see it. And when we see her do it, then we know. Yeah. And they don't have to be like, I'm the red man. Exactly. Well, you know, so I kind of liked that. Could you I, imagine if it was another show? <laughs> Clerk, Shiro, sometimes <laughs> splits into two and does this. By the way, this is episode 500. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, what were you saying? No, I just, I just enjoy that. And yeah, I wish, obviously, we could have gotten more of that story instead of... Some of the other things they gave us, but well, heck, there's even an OVA for this show that you're uh, thinking, oh, maybe they'll give us a little bit more. No, they just talk about a different. Granted, he's a great character, but no one cares to know more about him. I don't think the OVA really did him justice because I love Senji. Yeah, Senji is 
honestly, I would say the badass of the show. Oh, yeah. Um, mostly because he's also the mentor for our, my God. Ganta is like Shinji. This is another Evangelion kind of like connection. <laughs> like he is just, just get in there and do it. I don't want to wait. Or we'll do it. Okay. And then he just, <laughs> he does fine. But I mean, that cute flashback when Shiro is explaining. Remember, that was the goosebump moment of the show is when he is in that fight and he is down for the count. And then you, it, you have that scene going on at the same time where Shiro is saying, yeah, but that's not what makes Ganta Ganta. What makes him him is the fact that he's always willing to get up. And as she's saying that, he's getting up in the mm-hmm. fight. It was cute. I know it's kind of like a cliche, typical thing, but it, it gets me every time. And eh. but yeah, Sen- Senji, glad he got the OVA and he got a little bit more spotlight, but we wanted a little bit more of the story. And frankly, everyone's here for Shiro at, at this point. Oh, yeah. She is the comic relief. She is the sadness. She's the happiness. She is all emotions in this show. And honestly, I think that's kind of the biggest thing to watch this show for is just the cute relationship between uh, both Shiro and uh, Ganta. It's not too unique, but I think where the it stands out is the uniqueness of, and as far as me, there could be more stuff out there like this, but it gave me the vibes of like an interesting part, bit of storytelling, whereas not being the best, like the movie In Time, right? With Justin Timberlake, mediocre movie. But the concept of the currency is the time that they have remain like to remain living. That's awesome. In this show, well, we kind of have the end time with their collars that's slowly poisoning them and they need to eat <laughs> candy. But more so the fact that our main character, as well as kind of the main um, big boy fighters in this show, known as the dead men, are using blood as the source of their power. So the show instantly gives you in his first kind of soiree into it and he goes oh my gosh this is the power that i have and he starts using it like a psycho he's just using it using it using it and then he goes pale and then you're like bro come on it's your blood dude i mean i called it out right in the beginning when he started firing all those shots i was like this boy's gonna run out of blood and it's not gonna it's not gonna end well exactly the animation of the effects was great. I think as far as animation goes, there were a couple episodes where it fell off hard. Mm-hmm. Um, not even necessarily the whole episode, but there were segments of the episodes. But as far as the fights go, they were interesting enough. I think the drawing of fluid is never something easy and not something that I would ever want to do if I was working in one of these animation studios where you're sweating your ass off. They're overworking and they go, hey, by the way, we need you to draw bloody. And yeah. uh, we need about tomorrow. And it's like, <laughs> brother, please. It was, but yeah, that said, fun, 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 fun. Top moment. Yeah. As you were saying, when, when Shiro is on the top of that building and it explodes, the body parts are flying. Oh we had to go gosh. back because you're like, did you see? I'm like, what? Yeah. There was legs, heads just <laughs> flying and she is on fire, which again, not explained. Yeah. The blue flames. She, she's never looked cooler. That was it. I was like that bingo. Which this show, um, was great with being dark with its themes. Mm-hmm. But that's my other biggest gripe was the show was drawn very dark. We had to turn off the lights just to get it to be like black. Thank you. Yeah. Because there were certain scenes we could not. And maybe that was just they because in some of those moments, the dead man was there and or the red man. I'm sorry was there and you're not really knowing what's happening and who this character is, 
maybe for effect they wanted it to be dark like that, but it was just still so hard to even see what was going on. Are you talking about the effect of not being able to see what the hell is going on? No, I think this was a situation where wherever um, the final the final result was getting proofed by the director, I think his monitor was turned. They must have shown him all the night scenes at once and his monitor's brightness was through the frickin roof. Oh, yeah. No, it, it's it's something that you actually cannot watch uh, a couple of these episodes during uh, the day, mm. because if there's remotely any sunlight coming into your room, you're not going to even be able to see anything. Mm-hmm. episode one it worked great because it was very very dark and you couldn't see but when at least something was supposed to be bright you could kind of see it then later on in the season there was a point where not even that could help it was just we we just gave up at one point because i like paused and i'm like i can't really and then i was like thinking of putting the shades down i was like no nah, i think i think the storyteller wants us to not see anything here, <laughs> and so we're just gonna go with it yeah yeah I, I think that's a that's a huge gripe. I'm glad you brought that up. Mm-hmm. It's yeah, it's not a deal breaker, but it's certainly something that you're going to notice. Yeah. A hundred percent. But maybe you're into it. I don't know. And maybe you weebs watch a lot of your anime at night, so it, it doesn't matter to you. Yeah. Got some owls listening to us. Speaking of owls, that character was cool. Yeah, he was a genuine dude. Um, so sad. Very interesting character arc. I think when he went full on uh, berserk mode, that was very cool. His power was insane. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and when any character's pupils disappear, you know something's going down. Um, our main character got through to him very quickly. So apparently his, this dude's just bipolar. I don't <laughs> think he was truly turned to the side. Why were they injecting him with drug shots? <laughs> the word why will come up a lot in this show um, yeah but i don't think that's anything wrong with it i think it's a show that go into it knowing that you're not um you're not going to get exactly what you want um but you'll at least have fun it, at the end of the day it's about protecting a certain someone at the same time even though he thinks he's protecting her she's actually always the one protecting him which kind of annoyed me, yeah. especially at the end when he was doing his training with Sanji. He's already, uh, Ganta's already lost a lot of blood. And then that broadcast goes out of that one girl. I don't really care to remember her name. Mm-hmm. And Shido were captured. Not in a good situation for two ladies to be in. I'll just leave it there. Yep. And Ganta goes running off to save them. It's like, dude, you don't even know how to use your powers. You have no blood left to try and defend these women. Yeah. And you've already seen Shido kick the shit out of a robot. So, like, the fact... I'm fine with a man protecting a woman, but... Uh, does Shido really need to be protected? Well... He does need to lay down some... Not his life, but he needs to obviously ask her for some kind of forgiveness because... Of how big of a dick he was when she saved his life by taking that uh, USB chip. Yeah. Yeah. Um, That was so upsetting and so frustrating. But then he doesn't even care in that whole scene, which was kind of annoying. He's like, I'm going to go there and and save Shido and this other girl. But then Shido gets her legs whack-a-mold. I dude, that baton split <laughs> her legs into just straight up croutons. Split, spun, and splattered. That shit was wild. And I'm like, dude, 
they were crunched. Yeah. And he gets up like he cares and he's like, oh, shit. Oh, but then when Owl um, or and the other girl, Karako, mm-hmm. was hurt, he leaves her, Shido, to go by the other people. It's like, who do you really do you care about Shido or no? Do you need to protect her or no? Like, make up your mind. Well, and most of the time, he doesn't understand. Like, every time he's like, oh, I got to protect her, she comes back fine. <laughs> so it's like, Gonta, you're the problem. Because every <laughs> time you go in to save her, things get worse for her. I think you need to relax. We did get some characters that popped in as well that I would have loved to see more of. That is the shame about this show. I think there are certainly characters that you're going to be like, oh, okay, I like them enough. To, I want to see more of them. Like Toto, who's the mocking uh, bird. Oh, yeah. They all got like the bird um, mm-hmm. nicknames or whatever. The power to, to use other people's powers by tasting their blood, which actually led to one of the weirdest but um, kind of nicest attention to detail in mm. the show is actually something that I will give huge credit um, to, to the producers of this and to all that uh, came to make this little 12-episode thing uh, happen. But one thing was as she's licking uh, Senji's blood, he gets goosebumps. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, that was a weird thing to animate, but I like it because, I mean, he might get goosebumps from something like that. That was very cool. And something that we, you more so had like really said out loud, but something that we did notice was at one point, Ganta has one shoe on running in oh, a hallway. Yep. They don't have to do anything special, but the sound designers on this literally had it to where his run sound one was a normal step and the next one was the slap of a, of a bare foot on the floor mm-hmm. nice attention to detail i think that all they were firing all on all cylinders as far as creating this show um i just think it's very hard when the show is based on only five volumes of the of the manga and i was just gonna try and retract all of my negative comments it may have just been so which I, those were comments that I did read mm-hmm. were, it was, they did cram a lot in those 12 episodes and they did jump around a little bit to fit it. And supposedly the ending or that end part, I mean, I haven't mm-hmm. verified, trust, but verify that that scene and segment of the anime is a little later in the manga. So maybe that's why we have so many question marks and are just a little confused and slightly frustrated is because it's not really going in order. There's a lot of things that they're leaving out just to fit it in. Sure. To the show. Yeah. I mean, it's like it's you've got the Evangelion. Um, we're going to bring that back one more time. Yeah. I know. <laughs> uh, you got that Evangelion thing where it's like when you when I was young watching that show, I didn't understand what the hell was going on. I just knew I loved it. That, this might have hit that niche back in the day. If there might be some people who love this show because for what it is as a self-contained little unit, it's pretty good. You're just, it's, it's sad with the not getting anything else. Mm-hmm. Hmm. That's anime for you though. I mean, that when you are an anime fan, it comes with the territory. You are going to have to deal with disappointment. Well, you don't have to deal with disappointment if you take the time to read the manga. We don't know if that will, in fact, who knows that that can be a one punch man season two scenario. Maybe as much as you want more information when you actually get it, you hate it even more than if you would have just left it on a cold cut 
uh, cold turkey little little stopper. Interesting. I did unfortunately read a little. Sp- I didn't mean to read it, but when I was trying to find where the manga was, it was showing me maybe one of the later chapters, and it was a synopsis. Mm-hmm. And the synopsis was basically <laughs> completely spoiling what the chapter was going to be about. Oh. And I was like, nice. I'm glad nice. you just had that front and center right at the top when I'm going to be going through all like to try and figure out what chapter I need to start from. Hey, honey, eh. you got pranked. Got pranked. Take where's that. Ashton Kutcher? Yeah, where's the cooch? <laughs> oh, take that. <laughs> uh, as far as character design goes, I thought. Even the very plain Ganta. Mm-hmm. I, I think the character design from the manga to the show, uh, they were very faithful to the manga. Mm, yes. Uh, it, it's, it's great. It's good looking animation it, it, or character design rather. They look kind of Tower of God-esque meets. I don't know. I, I can't really tell. I, I very much liked even uh, a, a little character like uh, Karako, the... the uh, Game Foul was her kind of code mm-hmm. name or whatever. But her like pixie cut with her yellow eyes, tan skin. It's like, okay, that's a nice, refreshing character design that, you know, the eyes are what do it in a lot of these shows. I mm-hmm. mean, that's why Fire Force just, come on, you want to talk character design. Fire Force is like top notch for me. Could it be basic? Maybe. But then you even got like shitty characters like Gengaku, the guy who is just a psychopath at the end that <laughs> thinks that, tell you what, the way to make everyone happy is to kill everyone it's like yeah okay psycho <laughs> i see why you're here <laughs> and that, actually that's a big thing with this show too is like you're going through and you're like oh what a sweet character because they you should know as you're watching it but then because you're just kind of lounging chilling watching it you're like you see a segment when uh you takami's sister uh gets involved and she seems like a sweetie pie uh tamaki uh minatsuki correct yeah the hummingbird mm-hmm. is his sister and uh yeah minatsuki she when you first meet her she's super sweet and you're like oh, okay yeah i'm sure she's great but then it hits you like well wait 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 wait, wait. No, no hold on what this is dead man wonderland anyone who is even walking these halls something's up and it didn't take too long to realize that she was also a psycho I'm glad that she had her little turnaround and she ended up helping him at one point. I think she was interesting enough. Mm-hmm. Her two looks during the fight with Ganto when she's all like, I'm sorry, I don't want to hurt you. And she's doing the sweet act. And then she, she is drawn psychotic. Yeah. it That was. And then when her brother ends up showing up and they're drawing her back and forth. Uh, yeah. Cute cute sister face and then crazy psycho face that was really good yeah and then she ends up uh getting saved even though she was whipping the shit out of ganta she got saved by the main boy by getting it so that was a pretty cool whenever you lose a fight of course you can i think die in these fights but if you don't die you get a little slot machine of getting a body part taken out of you she lucked out by only having her hair cut. She looked cute afterwards, too. Yeah. I think. Not normally into the, the sh- shorter hair animes, but she, looked, she was, yeah, she was a cool character. I think she looked okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that penalty, penalty round or the loser's game show something. I think they called it both things. 
what Sanji getting his eye ripped out. Mm-hmm. That's exactly I, where I wanted to push that because that was a scene out of Saw. I've never. Have we watched an anime that has been this gory? Heads rolling, eyeballs being pulled um, out. I don't. Maybe not this gory, but I'd say equal as far as like we've watched a show much more brutal than this. Grave of the Fireflies. No, no, I'm thinking as far as like brutal to watch My Hero Academia. Oh my God. <laughs> Did you see it coming? I gotcha. You got me. You can be a fan of the show, but you know where we stand. Anywho. <laughs> Yeah, that eyeball thing was, which actually they kind of saw exactly what you didn't like and said, let's double down because Ganta <laughs> has to watch a film when oh, he first comes into gosh. the prison and they put these things to hold his eyes open. They go under his eyelids and stuff. <sighs> oh. Dude, mess with the eyeballs and no. it's like skeeve nation, yeah. dude. I can't. Which I was flipping through the manga and that part came up where he's strapped to the table and they make him mm-hmm. that part with, with those eye clamps aren't in drawn in the manga oh which i was like whoo i'm glad i don't have to see that again well, they were giving you that little baby step because then when it comes to uh senji's little eye pulling they do have in that scene in the manga they do have those eye clamps holding yeah, his oh my gosh there. that oh, nurse yuck. shout out to that nurse who just gets off on hurting other people i'm glad she's working at the prison and that she's not incarcerated in the prison <laughs> police a very uh under um utilized character which makina flugel kiwako oh, which was basically the chick who like is the warden of the prison basically yeah she was badass she took no prisoners slashed that kid's chest right away i mean like she was hardcore i was hoping to see more of her but she kind of just shows up comes and goes and then when she does show up you're like oh something's about to go down it never does which is very disappointing it really sets you up how much of a badass she is when you first meet her and one of the prisoners is like, what cup size are you? And she's like, G. <laughs> Just yeah, answers like, him. G, any more questions, <laughs> dumbass? It's like, ooh, man. You can tell she's worked there for a minute. Yeah. Yeah. Overall, I think you'll end up remembering most of the characters. Um, and there's not too much you can really go into it because the more you go into it, the more you realize it. Why would you go into a show that's never going to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Overall, it's an A-OK from the I'm Mary Dibby Pickett. This is the most I've ever said our podcast name in the podcast. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yep, yep, yep. I'm so excited and I, I, I'm sorry to go back to our, our sponsor, but having Dead Yamcha and having the REM uh, on my desk has made me exponentially more happy this week as I've been doing a little bit more side work. Yeah. It's Rem, the little things. Rem actually floats around a little bit. She'll come with me in the kitchen sometimes. And then disappears and suddenly she's back by me. And yeah. then you come in and go, what the hell? <laughs> the detail's great. I, my man, please. I, I don't even need to say it again, but I'm going to. Toyattack.shop. Check it out. And toy.attack on Instagram. Yeah, that's the big one. That's actually how we, we met. Yep. He, uh, he, he's been a follower of the podcast for a little bit and can't thank him enough for the support uh, before and, and, and now. Very good dude. So please, I'm begging you. I'm shilling here. Support us by supporting him. Uh, real knows real. And he is a real homie. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of real homies, I got to do a big shout out. 
to the listeners that made it to the end of this episode. Guys, we are humongous fans of you, and I hope that you are equally as fans of us. Uh, biggest thing you can do for us is check us out on Instagram, which is I Married a Wee Pod on Instagram. Join our Discord by going to imarriedaweeb.com. We actually also had our first stream together. I completely rebranded my twitch.tv account. So I am now officially twitch.tv slash I married a weeb. Uh, so we, we, we went through an anime bracket that was very fun. Got to talk through a couple shows and we'll just, you know, play here and there. Maybe just talk a little bit of anime. It's something that we'd like to expand into doing. And then eventually, potentially, as we're recording this podcast, also live stream it at the same time. Um, truly hoping that we can eventually get that to do but life is a mystery and uh, we shall only see but uh that's that's all i got and frankly all that this episode needs you guys may have heard this before um if you've been here and if you haven't been here and you've made it here god i love you thank you so much but this is pretty much about the time that we get danielle to um oh man yeah i'll usually ask her i say i say to her i say danielle can you do me a favor and you could t- can you tell the the people goodbye bye guys <laughs> <laughs>